0: Listen and watch, don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon, I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this gear on lock, listen and watch, don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon, come on, jump on, a squad you can't front on, you know we in the building when the theme song come on, Riding with the Captain, brother Jay, pragmatic, the mastermind behind it. So you know we gotta have it. Young Seat Toast still do it for the people. Keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles. Put it all together, it's a hit. We ain't bragging, everybody and they mama jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listening, why? Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock.
1: Listening, why?
0: Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on.
1: What's going on with your world? It's the homie Jay Bragg, the illustrious one, the Bandwagon Radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man? Hit that bell, subscribe right now. Get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself sit down with artists across the globe and give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and of course, you know, we gotta drop that hot new music before the end of the show. Today, of course, we got another special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Hong Kong tiana showers on the phone lines how you doing tiana
2: hey Jay, i i'm doing well how are you i am great
1: i am great had a chance to check out the new single destiny yep we're gonna play that uh uh-huh a little later on in the show and of course i'll give you some feedback what i thought of the record myself uh as an avid music lover and listener myself uh as well okay Yep, yep, thank you. Cool, cool. So let's go ahead and start off for all my listeners out there right now. Uh, talk to them about being, uh, you know, growing up and how you got involved in music and became a writer, performing artist.
2: Yeah, sure. I grew up in um, Arizona and then California. So okay. I'm actually a- Asian American.
1: Asian American. Um, so you moved around a lot yeah, too.
2: Uh, yeah, I have. Um, so, but, but then I went to East Coast for college, and then I came out here to Hong Kong to work. Um, but before that, um, in my during my teenage years, um, I was based in L.A., and um, I had a voice teacher, and I was at her house, and I was, like, practicing singing, and then she was, like, on the phone with somebody in Japan, and um, they heard me, and they're like, oh, hey, we're... Uh, uh, were interested in having her come for an audition. So when I was like six, 16, I flew to Japan um, and I auditioned for this record label. Um, and the person who headed uh, the record label used to be the head of Virgin Records, uh, which is part of EMI.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Um, and he produced like a lot of uh, J-pop Queens like Utada Hikaru and, um, and uh, people like that, um, and then he heard me sing, and then he uh, and then I got signed. Um, and so when I was in Japan, I released uh, four records, one album, and three singles. Um, and for my first album I actually worked with all Producers from LA So okay. it was kind of like The songs were uh, mostly in Japanese Some of them were in English But um, uh, the the producers Were all American um, one, of, uh, one of them Or I guess three of my songs Were done by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis I'm not sure if you're familiar with them um, They work with Yes uh, I Jeff am, Jackson. very familiar Yes yeah. ma'am yeah i loved i loved working with them all it was so much fun in their studio um and then i also worked with tom Keane, who did uh, celine dion oh, okay. um and then this really really nice guy named jeeve um so that was the that was sort of how i got started in music um and then back then the concept was sort of to bring the american sound to japan Um, But then after a couple of years uh, in Japan, uh, due to family and personal reasons, I had to go back to the States. Um, So then I went back to school, um, I finished college and... uh, uh, when I graduated, I actually got a job in finance, which is not very original um, considering um, the college I went to because everyone wanted to go to finance. Um, and then I um, wanted to come out uh, back out here in Asia, so I came to Hong Kong. Okay. And then recently, um, uh, I guess towards the beginning of this year, um, you know we were all like cooped up at home due to the virus and I was like, I really miss music. I really want to release some of my original songs again Um, because like previously I was doing covers in my free time because right now I still do have a full-time job in finance Um, but um, on the side I would do some covers uh, uh, of like songs that I really like and then this year I was like oh I really want to release my own songs again. And then, so Destiny is like the, my second single that I'm releasing that's my own, but it's actually a cover of one of the songs from, actually my title song from my debut album. And it was done by and uh, Lewis. Um, so like uh, I worked on it in the studio with and Lewis together, um, we're co-writers. And then uh, there was this one Japanese lady who wrote the Japanese part of the lyrics. Okay. Um, And then the original song is sort of an upbeat, kind of like a dancey pop pop and R&B song. Um, But then for this new version, I really wanted to slow it down and kind of like um, uh, make it kind of like a chill vibe. So that's
3: how
1: it came to be. Well, that was a really long <laughs> <laughs> explanation. Of... I
2: mean, that, that
1: <laughs> some of what I was going to ask you kind of covered, and that's 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 fine <laughs> because it the whole goal of my show is to give our listeners a chance to find out more about the artist, not only just the music aspect, but what inspires the artist, what what people you've mm. worked with, what what got you involved in music. So you kind of covered a little bit of everything, which is great—a great opening. So no worries, no worries. <laughs>
2: Thank <all right>? you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> Now, let me ask you a question, though. Being an international artist, how do you feel like this helps give you an edge? And with all the influences you just mentioned as well.
2: Um, I think uh, one thing that's interesting about me is that I'm exposed to both cultures and of course there are a lot of like Asian Americans out there um but I've been uh, I'm actually Chinese American but but I've also had experience in Japan so it's kind of like a whole melting pot of all these different cultures and I've lived on the west coast I've lived on the east coast um in New York and so I feel like I I'm kind of like a huge melting pot of all these different cultures and languages and uh, different vibes to music. Um so I think that's what gives me an edge in music
1: what what would you say you're trying to provoke from the listener in the record destiny?
2: Um, so destiny is uh, was originally um the lyrics are about a young girl having a crush on this guy and uh, she thinks he's like amazing and wonderful. And it's supposed to be like a sweet song. Um, but then this new like 2.0 version, I guess um, I would call it. I Ice The version, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a nerdy, nerdy way to say the new version, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, which I'm a total big nerd. Um, for computers and stuff like that but anyways so for uh destiny 2.0 um i wanted to slow it down and kind of like present a more mature um feel to it because uh for the music video uh when we filmed it we were like oh let's do a storyline um i don't know if you've seen it it's on youtube um but basically yeah yeah thank you um so the uh the music video had a storyline to it where um uh, there's this couple um, kind of in modern day and they're kind of older, maybe like in their thirties or late twenties and they're having relationship issues. It starts out with them fighting and then it flashes back to um, when they were younger. And then, you know, like they were like feeding each other ice cream and just going to movies together um, and then they were really happy. But then over time there's sort of the deterioration of a relationship Um and they sort of, uh, we, we come back to modern day and they're like fighting again. Um, and then there's scenes where the couple are having fun together, but then suddenly the guy disappears. Um, so it's it's sort of about the evo- this evolving relationship. But then the ending, we kind of wanted to make it ambiguous and have the audience guess uh, what what the story is about in the end like we we didn't want to make it like necessarily a sad ending so in the end there was like the guy was like smiling and stuff so um i think i kind of wanted uh just like sort of to have a chill vibe sort of song um and i really love the melody uh the top line of this song and i love the lyrics um and that's why i wanted to redo it um and re-release it
1: now being an international writer and artist what are some of those uh like challenges you faced
2: um challenges i think i think one challenge for me personally right now is i am still trying to figure out my artistic direction because in uh like in the past when i was signed to a record label um Um, the path was pretty much figured out for me by my label and uh, so I didn't get a lot of artistic freedom but then at the same time there was One Direction which is like J-pop, R&B and um, trying to bring western sound to Asia Um, but right now I'm trying to kind of go more global because English is my first language um, um, it's my native language Um so I kind of want to reach more fans that way but then there are also these songs that I want to release in other languages like in Japanese and also in Chinese mm-hmm. um, so I think for me it's the biggest challenge right now it's finding my direction not just genre-wise or musically but also language and audience-wise
1: I think that's interesting um I, you know i definitely listening to the record destiny i definitely got that vibe and that feel that you were trying to mesh the two and you wanted to make sure that you found a creative way to present for both audiences is the way i felt about it um Thank you Just to Thank give a little feedback uh, of what I thought of the record I thought it was very unique style and sound uh, soothing record relaxing sound of the record um, I thought the mm-hmm. production was very soothing with the instruments uh, now were those live instruments by the way
2: Yeah the piano was a live instrument okay. um yeah they were they were all live instruments but you could really tell that the piano was a live instrument i I follow live
1: music and do a lot of live music events so i definitely picked up on the live instruments in the background i could Mm. tell it wasn't just a a produced track um Mm, mm, mm. uh definitely as i hear the pop in the top 40 and the r&b vibes uh kind of mixture in there uh i can hear this on multiple platforms you know uh not just radio of course i can hear this like in a movie soundtrack or like you know that department store music when you the happy music when you're shopping and feel good music um you know the, the record gives me a good energy and a feel good energy
2: Thank you. Thank you, Jay.
1: No doubt. No doubt. Um, so let me ask you a question. What do you appreciate most about writing and creating music?
2: Um, I think the, the one thing I appreciate the most is that I really get to express myself and it's sort of an outlet. Like, I mean, this year, everybody's sort of cooped up at home a lot and it, It kind of there's all that like negative energy and then we're not like really socializing much with our friends. So um, being able to channel that energy into something positive and something creative that where I could share with a lot of different people uh, from all around the world um, is something that I really appreciate.
1: Now, who some of those artists that inspired you coming up? And it doesn't matter what genre by the way so just for our listeners give them a a little background of who are some of those artists and musicians that you followed or looked up to on your path
2: oh yeah yeah for sure um so when i was younger i listened to a lot of like asian music so uh people like utada hikaru that's u-t-a-d-a space H-I-K-A-R-U She was like the queen of J-pop She's also a singer-songwriter um, And then there was also this uh, Korean girl named Boa um, And she was kind of like the The start of K-pop K-pop is like a global phenomenon
1: Yeah, I was days, about but, to say um, That That name was, <laughs> actually sounds familiar
2: Yeah, she was the She's like everybody's um, Older sister, <laughs> I would say <laughs> um, in, in K-pop, basically um, and then, and then these days, I really like Taylor Swift. Obviously, she's a great sing- and talented singer songwriter, mm-hmm. and also Charlie Puth. Um I think he's really talented and amazing. And. Um, I I saw one of his interviews for his last album, Voice Notes, and he was saying that he really likes uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis's sound. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. you you hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, really. I was like, oh, yeah, no wonder I love it so much. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's the universe talking to you right there.
2: Yes, totally. It's my destiny. <laughs>
1: Good. There you go. Sell that record. Sell that record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, who are some of the people um, that deserve some uh, mentions or acknowledgement or shout outs for their support or help with this latest project and single?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. So actually, I worked on um, uh, all these songs that I'm about to release and, and including this one uh through the internet um i have one of my really good friends that i've known since i was a kid uh from la um he's uh he lives in taiwan right now but he's also asian-american um and he's a producer in taiwan um so he helps me sort of finalize everything on these checks um and then I would reach out to uh, producers uh, based all over the world. Um, So for Destiny in particular, um, there's this guy from Northern Europe named Kevin Croner. So I really appreciate the arrangement and the work that he's done on this record.
1: Now, what does a recording session with Tiana look like? What What is the setting? what's the mood
2: oh this is great i just recorded my bedroom <laughs> 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 no because because like there are studios out here in hong kong but when um covid was pretty bad um i mean it, it's coming back up again but yeah, um yeah. it was pretty bad and i was like well studios are are sort of It's kind of hard to go to a studio, and and, I mean, it was really, they clean everything and stuff, but I was still kind of concerned, so I bought my own mic, and I I just like record in my bedroom, sort of into my closet, so there's no echo. (laughs) There
1: you go, soundproof.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, what was it looking like prior to, prior to COVID? What, What would a studio session or recording session look like? Are you? Do oh, you yeah. like a so, lot of people around? Do you like it quiet and no one around? What's the mood?
2: Oh yeah, so I I really do prefer to bring like a friend or two with me so I could really relax and um and then I could make the best out of the the song. Um, but normal uh, but normally I guess I go by myself. So because like people, <laughs> it's hard to get like scheduled synchronize with people um but uh yeah i prefer to have people in the studio with me um hanging out and i did a couple of times and that was really fun um what i felt was really fun was when i worked with uh jimmy jam and terry lewis and also tom king like music people are are so fun they joke around all the time like tell jokes um i remember in jama lewis's studio in santa monica um It was like a two or three story building Um, and uh, there was like, there was like four, uh, this was Jimmy's room and there were four screens, like four TV channels. One was like MTV, one would be like a basketball game and one is news and the fourth one, I kind of forgot. Um, um, And then
1: (laughs) making sure they up to date on everything
2: yeah and then they have like the whole setup with pro tools and stuff and then when i'd get nervous they'd be like oh do you want to smell these candles and they're they're like janet jackson uses these candles i'm like oh my god and i like squealed <laughs> but then yeah i got to smell those candles um and are you still smelling in candles Yes, I am, actually. I have one in my bedroom. That's Um, a part uh, of your
1: process now.
2: Yeah, this aromatherapy stress relief one. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's great.
1: Now, we talked about, you know, your process for recording. Do you have any fears when it comes to recording or performing, being such a, you know, well-versed performing artist as well?
2: I think I still get stage fright (laughs) it's just something that stuck with me uh, since my teens um uh I do I get quite nervous and then also I haven't actually performed live in a long time I mean I sing you know with my friends and stuff but I haven't actually performed on a stage in a long time so I'm still I'm kind of scared about that so the candles will really help
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna be on that next stage with all your candles burning
2: yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, wait, let me smell it first
1: before I say. <laughs> um, so we're talking about COVID-19 We're, you know, it's a lot of mm. things going on right now in the world. You got the, you know, the elections just happened. You got uh social injustice going on. It's a lot going on in the world. How do you stay focused at a time like this? I'm sure you have family. Like you say, you have friends, you're, you're an artist, all these things going on. Mm. How do you stay focused on your goal and your mission?
2: Oh, yeah, it's really hard. I think with, I mean, all the stuff that went on, it, I actually took a few breaks um, from Instagram, like, just because I didn't want to post anything. I didn't know what to post. I mean, I participated in the Black Lives Matter um, posts on Instagram. Um, but it was just really upsetting, like all, all the stuff that's happening in the world. Um, but After a while, I realized that I just really have to channel all that negativity um, into my art and my music. And um, and that's I feel like that really helps me stay focused is is trying to convert that energy into something positive.
1: What would you say is most important to you when it comes to releasing your music and your projects? um what's some of those top tier things on your list of like must-haves when it comes to putting out your music
2: i think uh i think i'm really picky on my own vocals (laughs) um uh, and i guess also like right now since i'm releasing music as an indie artist um like budget is a constraint but uh, um like Within my budget, I would like to have the best uh arrangement or and music possible if you know what I mean yeah,
1: yeah, that budget is yeah. very important. I try to tell a lot of artists that that I work with uh in even a development stage that you know that budget is very important,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure uh
1: that kind- of, I think that's a good segue into my next question. how important is making the right investments to you? You know, we're speaking about budgets.
2: I think it's very important. <laughs> I think, or maybe I'm just really bad at budgeting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but
1: one but or the I'm other, like huh? one or the other.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's really important to um uh to have because I'm such a perfectionist on my music mm-hmm. and. Uh, even I mean even the records that I released um already I when I listen to them because like when you listen to something once you don't really notice it but then when I listen to them over and over again which I do because I'm just like um trying to pick out more mistakes mm-hmm. and I'm I'm all like oh man I wish I changed this part about it or you know this other part you know they're already out there but hopefully that's what drives me to improve for my next few songs as an artist.
1: What would you say is your ultimate goal as a musician and an artist? Uh, What would you say is that ultimate goal for Tiana?
2: Um, I think I would like, well, I, I guess maybe everybody says this, but I would like to have my music heard by more people and also i don't just want to produce uh well i want to become a producer eventually and um i mean i mean musically because i'm already executively producing my songs right now um but i want to be able to produce other artists as well not just myself
1: now i like to ask artists a spinoff you know you know we talk a lot about the the music side and artistry um do you have a give back or a a plan to like inspire at all like do you have any type of gig give back uh ideas for the future
2: yeah i I did when i was younger and and i was very hopeful about being successful (laughs) as a musician (laughs) but like i guess at the moment um I mean, it's just really hard to make, become, you know, more known in music because it's very competitive. That's Um, But Yeah, but when I was younger, I I really wanted to be sort of a role model for people um, in many ways. But yeah. And you still can. (laughs) I mean, through
1: your music and artistry, you can. You can help inspire. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I really I really hope I can. And um uh I I want to be able to So right now I have a, in my pipeline of songs that I'm planning to release. Um there's a few of them I wrote kind of years ago and after I release them, I want to start on some new music in which there'll be uh I hope a lot of them will be like reflective of my current views on society they won't all be about love and stuff mm-hmm. or um so so hopefully that could um carry out some positive influences or messages that i would want people to hear
1: gotcha so what's coming up what's on the verge for tiana Shaw?
2: Yeah, so right now I'm taking <laughs> right now I'm taking a break because I was like really busy for a few months. But um, I'm I have two more songs that I'm going to re-release that were part of my first album. Uh, one of them is called Painting. Uh, it's in Japanese and it was done by Tom Keen. It's also a uh, like J-pop R&B kind of song. And then there's a song that's completely in English. It's called Echo, and that was done with Jamie Lewis. Um, like we came up with the concept together in the studio and I wrote most of the lyrics and uh, they, uh, they made the music. So I'm really excited about these. Um, and then um, I have two more songs that I wrote kind of a few years ago. One is going to be a ballad and then one is kind of like uh, guitar, like easy listening, kind of like Jason Mraz kind of song.
1: sounds good i'll make sure our listeners are on the lookout for that uh before i let you introduce the single of course go ahead and give it out your social media so our listeners can follow you
2: yes um so on instagram i'm tiana dot shout dot x-i-a-o yeah i don't know why i put a dot in there because everything <laughs> else is just yeah <laughs> yeah but like now if i change it it's, it's gonna be weird and, and yeah hard but um anyways so my other socials like twitter and everything else uh twitter is tiana xiao t-i-a-n-a-x-i-a-o without the dots and (laughs) facebook is (laughs) facebook is tiana x fans because i i don't know what happened but maybe tiana xiao was taken um and youtube is also tiana xiao without the dots
1: (laughs) without the dots on the other ones guys
2: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs)
1: All right, yeah. it was a pleasure talking to you. Go ahead, introduce the new single.
2: Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Jay, for having me on the show. Um, and thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, please listen to my new current single, Destiny. It's in Japanese. Hope you like it.
1: That's right, man. Turn it up right here. We international with it, baby. It's the Bandwagon Radio. Let's go.
3: I'm